1: Part of our series, what? Sam Kamani, and we've gone through different things. And this morning, I was reflecting on it and summarise it thus: mm. You get it, mm-hmm. you gird it, mm-hmm. yeah. you grow it, mm-hmm. you give it. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. You get it, yeah. So you get the money. You get the money. How do you get the money? You work. Yeah, you launch income streams. You work hard and smart, make lots of money. Mm. You know, if you're going make money, mm. make lots of it. What's the of point it. of making little? When no. you could make much. Mm. So get it, but short enough to get it. Mm-mm. Because like some guy, said, money says, it money speaks, talks. Uh, it always says bye to me. And I, then someone says, I for you at least, it talks, it talks to you. To you. Yeah. Says, for me, it waves from a distance. <laughs> just when it's coming <laughs> like this, bye. You joking, know, long you sharp, sharp advanced, mortgage, <laughs> it just waves. So you have to guard it. If you don't mm. guard your money, mm. it will escape. So get it, guard it, and it's not enough to guard it. You must grow it, but that's not enough. The big point of being wealthy as a believer yes. is what we are doing with today and next Sunday. You give it. So I bring you none other than misery as we start on. on the power of generosity. Woo. You're not ready. Okay, now you are. You are ready. Yay. Thank you,
2: Moses. Hi everyone, what an honor for me to be able to teach here on the power of generosity. Before I talk about that, I just want to give you a word, sort of to confirm what what Moses just talked about, that God is healing, but what I kept hearing today was, do not accept anything contrary to the nature of God as from Him. Do not accept anything contrary from the nature of God as from Him. If there is sickness in your body, God is a healer. So it's contrary, don't accept it. If there is poverty and lack, that's not from God, don't accept it. If there is condemnation, it's contrary from the love of God, don't accept it. Accept nothing contrary to the nature of God as from Him so that you can reject it. And so in James 1 16 to 17, many of us know verse 17, but verse 16 says, do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good and Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or no shadow of turning. God is not going to change his mind about being your healer, your provider, your lover, your God, your friend, your everything. He will not change his mind. So don't think that today maybe he has brought sickness, but sometimes he's a healer. Reject anything contrary to the nature of your father so that you can live in the fullness. Stand fast in your faith. And do not allow until that thing goes away and you have a manifestation of what is of the love of God. Amen. If that is your word, receive it, receive it. But right now we are going to get straight into the power of generosity, okay? And I'm going to sort of dive into it immediately. Um, you're drinking from a horse pipe. We are no, no switching off, no what? No moment for checking a WhatsApp, put everything away. We are going to be delving into the word quick, fast, and furious in a good way. Yeah, there might even be some shataya there in the middle because my friend, if, you, if there's revelation that hits you, just pray in the spirit so that it enters this idea and doesn't go away. So this is the thing. I want you to remember, as I teach, that generosity is a setup for increase. It's a setup. Has someone ever set you up to increase? Generosity is a divine setup for increase and an invitation into divine partnership. It is a setup for increase and an invitation into divine partnership with God. Okay, Joyce Meyer say that when we are giving, we are more like God than any other moment in our lives. Because God is a giver. God so loved that he gave. When you practice generosity, you are so much like God than any other moment in your life. It's better than praying in tongues sometimes. Praying in tongues is powerful. But when you give, you are more like God than any other moment in your life. You participate in the divine nature. Generosity expresses the divine nature that is on the inside of you. Generosity is investing in heaven and it has guaranteed results. In Proverbs chapter 19, verse 17, listen to this carefully. The wisest man Solomon writes and says, he who has pity on the poor, he who gives to the poor actually he who gives to the poor lends to the lord and he god will pay back what he has given now my friend when god says he will pay you back with interest you better believe it it's a setup that's why god invites you to give because it's like hey i want to increase you but there's something you have to do your part so that we are in partnership and the part you play is your generosity when you give to the poor you lend to god can you imagine lending to god every time you give to someone who doesn't need to pay you back you are lending to the lord and of the lord you will receive a recompense okay so just like the borrower is servant to the lender the giver is more blessed than the receiver It is a higher position to be the giver. So even as we pray for that happens to me all the time, how about that happens through me all the time? Because as children of God, we are reigning with him. And the position of reigning is a position of generosity. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Generosity is a higher mark of the divine nature. It is higher than receiving. Giving is a higher nature. But you see, you cannot give what you've not received. So understand that God has given to you. Why? That you may be a conduit. To manifest to this earth the divine nature of God. It is to participate and partner with God. To be generous is to be a participant with God. It's to be an answered prayer. And I'm going to be telling you so many stories today of people who partnered with God. I'll begin with my own story, okay? Because I talked about how to be generous is to partner with God. In 1993, when dinosaurs roamed the earth, (laughs) many, many years ago, um, uh, At the beginning of that year, our world, my siblings and I, the five of us, was completely rocked. When our father passed away after a very brief illness, our father was the main provider, and as soon as he passed on actually, the house we were living in were asked to vacate it because it belonged to the government. My mother also was not well, so suddenly, I was in primary two going to three, I was in primary three at the time, a young girl and my little brother was even much younger. I think he was in nursery school. And so suddenly our world looked like what is going to happen next? But you know what happened next? Generous people in my family, my aunties and uncles, took us on and put us through the best schools that their money could afford and our grades could also afford. They took us, they gave us an education. you know what they did? They stopped a cycle through their generosity. Through the generosity of my family, I want you to understand that that education changed the trajectory of my entire life and the life of my children. The gift that they gave me, their generosity, I was thinking about it and I'm thinking, they could have put that money to more use, maybe bought some nice things which they wouldn't even remember now, but the person who educated me, that money, and it may not even have felt like a little or a lot at the time, I don't know how it felt to them, that money could have put into a, been put into a building or bought something to eat or a piece of cloth clothing but because they put it in me they changed the story of my children they changed some of your stories which God has given me the grace to impact that the generosity of somebody that your money can have so much power but it only has power when you release it not when you take it in the power to be multiplied beyond financial gain is in the seed called money only when you release it there is power in money, you guys. So much power in giving away money, way more than receiving back a financial reward, which is a small part of it. That, but through money, today I'll tell you stories of salvation that happened through generosity, without even intending to. Stories of money that brought hope to people, but also that changed my story. You can use money to change lives, but it will only change lives when you give it away. But listen to me, generosity. A divine enabling that is available to every child of god waiting to be activated in 2 corinthians 8:6, paul writes and says we urge titus that as he has begun so he would also complete this grace in you as well and then verse 7 says that but you as you are bound in everything listen to me child of god you are bound in faith you know you're there like yes i abound in faith in speech In knowledge, in all diligence, and in your love for us, see that you also excel in the grace of giving. Say, I excel in the grace of giving. giving. Yes, giving is a grace, it's a participation in the divine nature because grace is divine enablement. So, generosity is a divine thing to participate in. That is in 2 Corinthians. I want us now to go to our main text for today. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 15, say, my mind is alert. My heart is good ground. This word will bear fruit in my life, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we're going to read like super fast, eh? but you're with me. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 15, and it says, but this I say. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give. Now he tells you that he's not talking about sowing seeds in the ground of agriculture, you know, those things. No, no, no. He's talking about generosity. So let each one do what? Give as he purposes in his heart not grudgingly or of necessity. Why? For God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able. He has told you your part. You sow. God is able to do something when you sow. God is able to make all divine enablement, not trickle down, but abound toward you, child of God. You giver. That you always In COVID, out of COVID, always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance abundance for every good work. Oh my goodness, what a promise. As it is written, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. Do you see the God nature? Now may he, that is God who supplies. Feed to the sower and bread for food. Supply and listen, multiply what? The seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Generosity does that. While you're enriched in everything, for all liberality, you're enriched for one thing, liberality which causes thanksgiving through us to God for the administration of this service, the service of generosity, not only supplies the needs of the saints, not supplies, supplies, no, supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgivings to God. While through the proof of this ministry, they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal sharing with them and all men and by their prayer for you, when you're generous people pray for you. How long for you, huh? who long for you because of the exceeding grace of God in you? Let's stop right there. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Generosity is divine enablement, but I want us to go bit by bit, okay? Remember I said that generosity is a setup for divine increase and an invitation to partner with God. It's a setup for divine increase and an invitation to partner with God. Let's go bit by bit. Verse 6 says, this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. This verse is not saying, this is what it's not saying. It's not saying that he who sows, that, that God is happy with the people who sow a lot and he gives them a lot. That's not what it is saying. It has not, here you see nothing to do with God. He's not in this picture. He's saying, it's up to you, my child. Understand something. I want you to know he's like, hey, 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 get this. Understand this. If you sow little, you get little. Of course, we should know this, right? Uh, uh, if you've been in the world long enough and you know about agriculture, that when you sow little seed, whether you love Jesus or not, you get little harvest. It matches the seed sown. If you sow a lot, it matches the seed sown. So he's saying, this thing applies in finances. It's sort of giving you a, what is the word? Sassy. Like, hey, my children, I need you to understand something, okay? He who sows sparingly also reaps sparingly. Now, he who sows bountifully, now, if you tell your child that and they are wise, what will they do? They sow what? They sow bountifully. He's saying, you you might that's why then he talks about a cheerful giver, because a cheerful giver is one who understands that we natural rule If they told you about an investment that when you put in this money, in fact, the interest goes up every time you increase what you're putting in, you'll even go and find a way to get more money, raise funds to put in that you may get more. Heavenly investments work. Investing in the bank of heaven is generosity, my friend. So first of all, I want you to understand that he who sows rips, let's settle that. If you sow, you are guaranteed a harvest. God says you sow little, you get little. You sow much, but everyone who sows rips, everybody who sows rips, generosity does not move god to give you more no it's a setup it's like saying when i saw seed god is moved to about do what to give a harvest those are principles it is set up that it is set up that when you sow you reap you even expect it you don't even pray about it if have you found farmers praying over their garden in tongues because they've not sowed any seed you sow seed you sleep you move on people don't even pray about it they know the seasons they know so it's not about this is not about god will be happy and do this no understand this generosity It's not about, it's about you. It's that God is sort of, it's a setup, okay? This puts the full responsibility on the sower. He who sows reaps. Our generosity is compared to sowing seed in the ground. The harvest comes to those who sow regardless of their goodness or badness. And the harvest responds to the amount of seed sown. It is a divine setup for increase. When you understand this one principle, you're going to start fighting to give. You start being, ah, hey, don't disturb me, my friend. I know what I'm doing. Harvest a ja. A harvest is coming, and I'm not going to be the one who gave little seed. A wise child of God realizes that this is a crazy good investment and sows both bountifully and cheerfully. When a farmer is sowing, it's hard work. But the joy, they know that in four months, the harvest is coming. And so they are excited. A good farmer, point number two, expects and anticipates joyfully, anticipates a harvest, child of God. It's not, ever to, it's not evil for you to expect a harvest when you sow. I found so many Christians and I was one of them who thought that, ah, I can't be saying that I'm giving uh, and then I'm, I'm, I'm expecting something. Uh, why would you sow if you're not expecting a harvest? God is telling you that actually he, they, you will reap. So anticipate it. There are friends of mine who taught me something. Every time they give tithe, they write on their envelope. They write the promise of God about tithe and they say, we are excitedly expecting a harvest. They've experienced promotions. You see, the thing about faith is that when you expect it, you attract it. So expecting a harvest is not evil. Many of you have sowed so generously and you're scared of saying that you expect a harvest. It is a promise of God, okay? It's not evil and spiritual to anticipate a harvest when we give. It is guaranteed. God promises it and wants his children to anticipate it because the generosity of God is his joy and his delight. This is something that was said by, what's his name? This pastor of uh, the blessed life, Robert Morris. He says, You always reap what you sow. You all know that that's true. What beans and maize grows, you call your pastor. There's a problem. You always reap what you sow. You want financial or whatever, but the thing about money I'm going to show you is that it releases grace beyond finances. There's something about sowing money. You always reap after you sow and you always reap more than you sow. If you put in one seed and it brought back a plant with one seed on it, you call your pastor. Proverbs eleven twenty five says that generous soul will be made rich and he who waters others will be watered himself god is telling you that you should anticipate a harvest that's what is going to bring you great joy okay that is the, the two points i want you to get out of, the, of of this verse that we just read verse six was that you reap okay you reap that you should expect a harvest he's he who sows will reap and a good farmer both anticipates and joyfully waits for a harvest so if you've been sowing for a long time, get ready, child of God. The harvest cometh. And some of it has come, but you didn't recognize it because you were not expecting it. Okay? That a man who does not trust God, in Jeremiah 17, it talks about how he will not see good when it comes. But when you anticipate good, when it comes, you recognize, oh my goodness, I realize that there's so much peace in mind. It's supernaturally natural. Grace abounds towards you. All right then the next verse says so now having known that he who sows sparingly reap sparingly he who sows bountifully listen to me so let each one give as he purposes in his heart that this is yes it's it, it, that you should decide in your heart that i am a generous person not that let each one give as he purposes in his heart as he purposes in his heart to, to be a generous person not grudgingly, or because of necessity. But you guys, if you understood verse six, all this is not even a problem. Because generosity is for you, not for God. It releases you into abundance. Why? God loves a cheerful giver. First of all, God, it, there is no person who has nothing to give. Never despise the seed you have. Sow it, participate, sow the seed you have. When I was in secondary school, you guys, I used to be a tither from the age of 13. One time in, at Worship Harvest, my brother sent me a screenshot of a receipt he found in our things at home. They had given me a receipt of my tithe of 1,000 shillings. I used to tithe 1,000, 500 shillings, 200 shillings, but also I always had something to give. I'll tell you that. And what I noticed about my life is I, I don't lack I I don't know. I don't lack. I don't know lack. I always have abundance. People give to me what I just always have. I've never lacked a job. I've never lacked. But you see, sometimes you're waiting for that thing of I put 200k and I got 5 million. When you look around, there's a grace about your life when you're a generous person. But give as you what you have. Let each one give. God does not expect you to be faithful with a seed you don't have. Okay? He expects you to be faithful with what you have. What do you have, child of God? So it because in the sowing is the increase in form of a harvest in the seed you have is the extra seed but you must it must be sown for the seed to come out the increase to come out in your seed is your increase in your seed is your increase in your seed is your increase proverbs eleven twenty four says there is one who scatters yet increases more have you heard that and there is one who withhold more than what is right but it leads to poverty when you hoard, you become poor. It makes, that's the, the, the kingdom of God is reversed. Let me tell you a story about one of our G12 members. Many years ago, an old woman who was in her G12. And over Christmas, she was alone. She decided to go to Butabika Hospital. Now, this lady was really... She didn't have a lot. She didn't have a lot. Okay? I remember she didn't even have electricity in her house. She saved 20,000 shillings. She went to Butabika Hospital. She bought soda, and ground nuts and said there are those who have no one share christmas with them and she went and had christmas using twenty thousand shillings what were the rest of us doing complaining about the little millions you have the dress you can't buy over christmas the what may i have little yeah the decorations which are not very good for her she did not despise her seed she saw it as an opportunity to partner with heaven the seed you have is powerful it can change lives it can minister to someone you have something to give thirdly generosity is a revealer of your heart in the next verse in, in two in two corinthians says and god is a, a, that you give as your purpose in your heart okay god is after your heart not your wallet after all there is nothing you have that god is not graciously giving to you how much you purpose to give and my levels of joy reveal the posture of my heart and trust towards god your joy as you give shows that you know god is the provider or not so the scripture does not say, however, I want to mark this one. It does not say that only give if you're cheerful. No. Because some even me, I'm not excited about giving, so I want to give. That's the devil. Then it says, let each one give as he cheerfully feels. No. Give as you've decided in your heart. And, but God is excited if you're happy about it. It doesn't say that give if you're cheerful. Do not give your current levels of attachment to the seed. Eh? To fail you to sow. Sow your way to joy. Take part in the harvest. Psalm 126. Verse 5 and 6 talks about how those who sow in tears shall reap in joy, even if you sow while it's super glued and blood is flowing as you release that khamani. Okay, okay, have the two million. But you will reap in joy. When the, when the harvest comes, you'll be happy. He will continually, goes first weeping. Some of you are always giving wide weeping. Generosity is not easy for you. It's okay. It's going to become easy. It's a grace. He will continually, go first hey, what's happening? God the first. Goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing. You're weeping, but you're sowing. Shall doubtless, some of you it's difficult to give right now. Things are tight. But you will doubtless come back with rejoicing, bearing your sheaves with you. Bringing the sheaves with you. The more you see the heart of the Father for you hidden in the secret of generosity, the more joy and addiction to generosity you will have. You will become an addict and a joyful giver. You will start fighting for the bill. You will start giving tips without anyone poking you with compasses under the chair. Then you release the tip of 1,000 as if it's going to overdo what to you. You become excited because you understand that I'm releasing seed everywhere. Meaning harvest is following me everywhere. When you understand the secret of the father locked up in generosity, you become joyful and addicted to generosity. And then listen to this. All grace abounds towards you. God is able to make, that. God says, my part is here. When you release that seed, whether joyfully or with some tears, I am able to make all divine enablement abound towards you. That you, generous person, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Listen to me, some of you right now, your joy is tied up to that seed. You need to give your way to joy. You need to give your way to reconciliation. There are people in your life who you need to start sending money to. And suddenly, it works. Money answers all things. Think about Solomon. He gave to God and God showed up and said, what do you want? Solomon didn't ask for money. He asked for wisdom. God says, wisdom I'll give you. But also peace with all your enemies. But also what, what, what? what, That that in his generosity, he released grace for a kingship we've never seen before. In the world, Ever understood the power of generosity. In your generosity, is locked up so much. Think about the rich uncle or auntie in your family who is generous. Think about your generous friend. Do you see how they always have things are easy for them. In your mind, you think they have too much money. Why? They don't ever have a posture of nothing to give. They're always generous and there's something about them you can't explain. It's a grace, my child, that is released by God when you release the seed. That divine enablement is released with the seed. As you release it, heaven releases divine enablement. As you give, heaven releases. The other day, Chris came here and talked about people who gave fast fruits and how all of them are living in their own homes right now. That's a grace. You can't explain it. It's grace that is released. There are things locked up for you in heaven that are waiting for you to sow the seed. To be generous. Divine enablement in everything. Business deals. Ease in marriage. Favor. Sudden promotion, greater levels of joy because you activate something in your divine nature when you give. This is the God part. You give. That is your part. I beg, I beg. Your part is to give, and then God makes all grace abound towards you. You have all sufficiency in all things for every good work. What a promise, you guys. Generosity of funanya so mano wangelembeka, not lebeka. you know what okulembeka is position yourself eh, as a divine partner position yourself as one ready for divine increase let me tell you saving an investment is great and we've talked about it here passionately but there is something locked up for the child of god especially in the area of generosity there is something about it it's powerful it releases increase like never before and then as we close right there, it talks about after, after God has made all this grace abound towards you. Verse 9. If we could go to verse 9, please. As, and then verse 9 as it is written. Verse 10. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower, it's God who gives. And bread for food. What does he do? He will continue to supply your bread even if you're not generous. But he can only multiply the seed you have sown. Not the seed you have kept. The seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. God supplies seed and bread. You decide which one is seed and which one is bread. The one you consume is not seed. I need to be clear. You can't seed into yourself. Seed is released onto the outside, it's not inside. I'm, I'm, I'm sowing seed into myself. No. Seed is released, but God is a multiplier. Let me tell you, addition is lower levels than multiplication. Multiplication is higher than addition. Okay? God is a multiplier. Your savings can add. But God multiplies seed sown. Okay? He increases the fruits of your righteousness. You may start walking in righteousness. Some husbands need to release money into your wives. Increasing righteousness. together. He enriches you for all liberality to the point of increase. The point of your increase is more liberality. Oh, and then see what happens next. The administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but what does it do? It is abounding through many thanksgivings to God. Let me tell you what generosity it does. It causes thanksgiving to God. It is also a proof to the receiver that God cares for them and they are not forgotten. Have you ever given money to someone and they break down and say, I was about to give up. You could have gone and bought a Rolex in that money and sometimes it's little. Don't despise the seed, child of God. Eh? It is a, and then it's a source of everyday miracles for the receiver. It makes you a participant in the God nature. It glorifies God on the earth. It causes prayers to God on your behalf and it is the proof of the grace of God in you. It can lead to someone being born again. Yeah. I'm going to share with you a, a, my last story today with permission from the Semakulas. Remember I told you generosity is a setup for divine increase and an invitation to partner with God. Grace and Geraldine Semakula are elders in Worship Harvest Ministries, at Worship Harvest Katikati specifically is where they serve. They told this story some years ago, and I found it amazing. So Jerry and Grace were friends. They were not even dating or anything. Grace was not born again. He was in another space altogether, deeply, because if you know Grace, he's like that. If he goes, he goes. So he had gone somewhere. Now they were in the same class with Jerry at university. So Jerry had found a pair of shoes. Jerry likes shoes very much. And she had been saving for three months for this pair of shoes. Okay? That she had deposited some money. And now she was saving. Now, when she had almost hit her target, she had feeling, she said, I had a voice telling me, give that money to Grace. Why am I giving Grace money? to give that money to Grace, give that money to Grace. So she said, You know what? I even went and told the woman at the shop, give me my money. I'm not able to afford the shoes, the one I had deposited. She added it back to the one she had, put it in an envelope, gave it, wrote a note to Grace and said, I don't know why, but I feel God telling me to give you this money and he wants you to know that he loves you grace opened this envelope he was in class and everyone had walked out of class and he was alone what jerry didn't know is that grace was struggling financially he had serious needs at the time i can't get into the detail but when he opened that letter he sat in that class and received jesus as his lord and savior right there he had been dismissing these things of born again people with Jerry. But that day he said there is a God because no one knew that I was in this need. But God, there is a God. Grace got born again and he has led so many people to Christ. Because of, I told Jerry, imagine if you had bought those shoes. Instead of sewing that seed, it wasn't a lot of money. She says it wasn't even a hundred K. But he led a man to give his life to Christ. And now many sons to glory, child of God. Your seed has power when you release it. There is a power locked up in generosity. Activate it today. Activate it today. All right. I'd like to invite Mose to come and take this to the next level. Wow.
1: Yeah. My goodness. You brought it down. The power of generosity. As I was thinking about it, I was like, huh, what am I going to do when I go up there? Then I thought about when we go out for ice cream with the kids, yeah. mm, they like theirs with sprinkles.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, So I feel like you've served the Whoa. ice cream. Let me put some sprinkles <laughs> for some it. people in here. Yeah. It's good. This, this is good. In fact, I feel like whatever I'm going to say, I'm just really affirming what you've said and mm. topping it up. I'm just, because, you know, the greatest inheritance we have from heaven is the word of God. Yes. There's something when God repeats a thing to you, uh, God has spoken once, twice, twice have it. I heard. Yeah, and uh, the, the matter shall be established yeah. in the mouth of two witnesses. I want, I want to just sort of top up on this power of generosity by giving people here four reflections mm-hmm. about what giving does for you. First one is giving establishes you. Wow. Giving establishes. In fact, let me give you all four, then I'll come and explain. One, giving establishes you. Two, giving expands Mm. you. Mm. Yeah, expansion. Mm. One is establishment, Mm. you know, like a tree. That one planted by the rivers of water. Two, it expands you. Three, giving makes or creates entryways for you. In other words, it opens doors
0: for you. It creates
1: entryways for you. And lastly, giving gives you and your wealth eternal significance. Eternal significance. So, those are the four I just want us to converse about mm. MC Lifestyle <laughs> where <Well>, you're here. <laughs> and uh, the first one about giving establishes you. You talk about that group. I, I was part of that group. Yes. It was us, that Balasams, and Subugas, and I think one other couple. We gave our first fruits in 2014, and then 2015, and, and since anyway. And I remember what I had, I felt God was saying is, build my house and I'll build yours. 2014, when we gave first fruits, we didn't have plans of building. We, we lived happily <laughs> at I-32, I think. 16. I-16, yeah. Yeah, 31, yeah. yeah. 16, yeah, confusion, just. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I-16, sunset apartments. Kids were going to Hillside. Or somewhere else. Life. Yeah, you know, no plans of anything. And in a year's time, between that February when we gave fast fruits and the next February, we were in our house. Mm-hmm. I like to say that God built us a house for three million shillings. I'm
0: telling
1: you. Yeah, only God can only do God. that. Like you can't give fast fruits of three million, which was my salary, and expect a house. Mm-hmm. If you invest three million, whether in the stock market uh, uh, or matter. in, uh, <laughs> or in uh, uh, unit trust funds, uh, you know, mutual funds, <laughs> whether you invest it in land, whether, it, whether you invest it, there is no business mm-hmm. that can return mm-hmm. to you a house mm-hmm. for three million shillings. Mm-hmm. There is only one the Bank of Heaven. Come on. The Bank of Heaven. Mm. In one year, mm. I sat down that February after I realized what had happened and calculated the amount of money people just gave to us. Mm. Besides the very good work deals that came along, and it was not less than 60 million shillings. People literally hunting you down. Mm. You know when they say goodness and mercy shall, shall follow, follow you. you, like hunt you da- f- It will pursue you. Mm-hmm overtake you Mm -hmm. hunt you down yeah Yeah, that's what was happening people could look for me for three weeks to give me money (laughs) three weeks but i didn't work for them they were not paying for service no no just to bless me isaiah 32 verse 8 says but a generous man Mm. devises generous things and by generosity mm. he shall stand. Mm. Someone needs to hear this word. Especially those of you who are in business. And you know you can't go the way of the world of kickbacks, bribes, etc. Mm-hmm. People are threatening your contracts, etc. Is, here is your solution. Mm. You don't have a godfather, you have God the Father.
0: Come
1: on. He says a generous man devises generous things. Mm. And by generosity. Mm. He shall stand. A generous woman, like me three, devises, by the way, one of the most generous people I know. Oh, my God! Yeah, totally, like, for sure. Thank you. No wonder God has lifted you. And by the way, it's just the beginning. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And by generosity, she shall stand. Mm. You see, you don't have to sell your body to your boss. Oh. You don't have to play the office politics. You don't have to do all the worldly stuff people do in the name of getting ahead. Mm. God has given you a way. Generosity. You devise generosity. So that means the whole time you're thinking, who am I blessing today? Who am I blessing today? Whose life am I going to change today with the money God has given me? And he says, God says that by that generosity, you shall stand. Um, The first point is giving establishes you. In fact, lately I've got a burden for worship members because we built here this Nalia property it's not done yet but probably in a year or two will be done Mm -hmm. and we are starting to buy land in other places to start building facilities there and my prayer the thing I've been praying to God is that as we build these churches God will build our members their own houses
2: Amen. God is
1: going to build you a house he's done it for me he can do it for you it is simple You shall be established by generosity. Amen. Amen. He says, now may he who supplies seed to the sower, yeah? Mm. And bread for food. You've preached through this Mm. today. Supply and mouth the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. You see, when we came to Christ, we received righteousness as a gift. But
0: there's fruit.
1: So that righteousness you received as a gift, do you know that it is in seed form? just like the word of God is in seed form. Mm. You have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's pure, pure righteousness as mm. a gift, mm. but it is in seed form. Mm. Most people don't understand what, when you read Ephesians 1, 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's, that, all those blessings are in seed form. That's why he said that the words I speak to you, they are life and they are spirit. Mm. Mm. Spiritual things are the seed Seed. force that produces natural things things. that are expressed as fruit. Mm. Now, one of the ways to convert the seed of righteousness in you into into the fruit of righteousness which your wife can experience, your kids can experience, your neighbors can Mm. experience, your boss can experience, your workmates can experience, and start saying, this one, the one walking in, that one is a righteous Mm. man. is generosity Mm. it increases Mm. the fruits Fruits of right that's why Jesus taught and says that when you give do not let your left hand know what your right (laughs) hand is doing he says that do it in secret and says that your father who sees in secret will reward you openly that's fruit
2: yes yes fruit is open yeah you get to know what you you never
1: go to a mango tree and you're like We need to do surgery on this (laughs) tree to find the fruit. The fruit is evident,
0: evident,
1: Mm. evident. But when the seed is sown, you can't see it. Mm -hmm. But the fruit is public. Mm. Fruit is public. Look, just, you know what I like to say nowadays? Examine your results. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't argue. Just look at your bank accounts. Mm Just look at your businesses. Look at your investments. Look at your net worth statement. Mm. Examine your results. Mm. Examine your life. He says he will increase. That's being established. Giving establishes you. This last part of point one. Honor your father and mother. It's poor writing in Ephesians 6. Which is the first commandment with promise. Now you can't say, me am grace. A grace grace. believer. Uh, Those commandments don't concern me. No, that's. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me use a Christian word that's
0: foolishness
1: (laughs) because the one writing this one is a grace preacher, Paul. Yes, that's why you don't say, Because I'm a grace believer, I can commit adultery, murder, uh, covet my neighbor's cow, uh, uh, whatever it is. No, 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 no. And says, This commandment has promise, it says, Honor your father and mother. Which is a first commandment? And that it may be well with, with you, you and you may live long on, on the earth. earth. That's called being established. That's called being established. Mm. When it is well with you and you live long. Mm. You see, if you were my mother, mm. yeah, and you gave birth to me, mm. I'm sure as a parent, of all the desires you have for me, Two are most outstanding. One, that I will do well in life, yes. and two, that I will not, you will die, not, die. Young. You
0: will not die young. No parent no wants to bury their child. child. No, no, no.
1: You want me to live long on the earth, mm. but not suffer while living no, no, no. long and do well. Those, those are the two things that every parent into bequeaths. That.
2: Ay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: now, My to release, yes. you see, Your seed is what releases the blessing. That's why Isaac...
2: Okay.
1: Isaac told his son, Esau, bring me, go hunt game and bring it that my soul may bless bless you. you. Why wouldn't he just bless him without the meat? Hmm. And then the guy who cut wires, rather who cheated, went and killed instead the kagota at home mm. with, in, with the help of the mother, the mother, put on skin, what? He came, fed the guy, and received, and received the blessing. He mm. so blessed him. Yeah. That's why Jesus, next week by the way I'm teaching about different ways to give. Mm. That's mm. next week someone, different ways. And I'm going to touch on this thing of honoring father and mother. Mm. And so, when, when you plant a seed, that's why it's Look, look, my father and mother died. Mm. And I regret it because no. I don't have that opportunity. Mm. But I've found other people. I've found other fathers and mothers. Yes. Like, this thing is going to work for me. Mm. So that's the that thing, two things I desire for you, that you will not die young and that you will do well in life. That's why they take you to school. What make sure there is medical care, all of that. So when you plant a financial seed mm. in your parents. Mm. If you were my mother, and I planted that, mm. that's what I release Such into rich. my life.
2: The fruit.
1: It's <laughs> called being established. established. Wow. Being established. You know, one of the signs of being established is you get your own house, your own property. Yes. Yeah. You stop being roaming around, a, a roaming around the earth. That's one of the promises God gave Israel and mm-hmm. Abraham's children that. You, you. This will be your land. Yes. You will be established. established, so that the day you die, your casket will go into your house. You see that? Mm. Yeah, they don't keep you somewhere in limbo. Mm. Looking for
2: where to put?
1: Because you. you live in an apartment, who you're renting, wow. and the landlord will not be very comfortable hosting your body in his apartment.
2: Hosting? Wow.
1: You see, today we are establish,
2: teaching. Establish.
1: We are teaching life. Yeah? I'm teaching life.
2: Yes, sir.
1: That's are. the resolve I have now to mm. teach life. Mm. Yeah. I know a lot of theology, but I can also teach life <laughs> using the Bible. So honor your father. So giving establishes you. Yeah? As a generous person, by generosity you shall stand against all your enemies. Uh, and giving increases the fruits of your righteousness giving, your father and mother specifically uh, will cause you to be well mm. and to live long There, That's one. Two, giving expands you. And I feel like you really nailed this one today. Okay? Honor the Lord with your Pos- possessions. possessions. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. Possessions. And with the first fruits of all your increase. How do you honor the Lord, Three With your
0: possessions.
1: You don't honor the Lord by We honor <laughs> you today we on with tears no that's that's the bible doesn't say that's how we honor the lord no no that's singing to the lord yeah it's true yeah that's how you sing to the lord you sing to the lord with all your heart yes yeah love the lord with all your heart yes we worship you we honor you we glorify you jesus mm. that's how you sing to the lord it's true that's not how you honor the lord
2: oh wow, mm. wow.
1: how do you honor the lord
2: with your wallet.
1: with your possessions
2: you.
1: and with the first fruits of all your increase and then what happens after that he says hmm. Bands. So, your bans bands are like storage places. So, in this case, you and I, we don't, in Nigeria, you don't have bands there, I don't have bans yeah, in Ukraine. Said yeah. we have bank accounts. It's true. Because the purpose of bans was to store the grain for usage over a long time. That's why you have a bank account so that you're not spending all the money. You keep it, invest it so that you can use it later. So, so your bank accounts <laughs> will be filled. Ayaya. Shutaya.
2: Shutaya.
1: Your oh. bank accounts, listen. Yes,
2: sir.
1: Your bank accounts.
2: My bank accounts. Your bank account My accounts. My bank accounts. Come on.
1: Will be filled with, pl- with plenty. You see, how do you tell there's plenty? Mm. Zeros.
2: Of course. Mm. The ones
1: after the figures. The ones yes. after the figures. <laughs> the zeros before the figures don't mean anything. Your VAT, your bank accounts. Mm. wherever you store value, mm-hmm. your investments. Mm. Your whatever, wherever you store value, will be filled with, and your vat will overflow with new mm, mm, mm. Giving expands mm, you. It does. Wow. Mm. Woo! Proverbs 11. You, or, you already brought this one out. Mm. There is one who scatters, mm. yet increases more. <laughs> there is one who withholds. Right. Mm-hmm. In other words, there is a certain a right. number. Below which you should not withhold, mm. or rather, above which, mm. because what it leads to poverty. And if you're a Christian, you know that there is a certain number. Mm. If you withhold more than that number, you're it doing wrong. It is so, that's I say the generous soul will be made rich, and new waters will be also watered himself. It wow. says. In Second uh, Corinthians, God is able to make all, all grace abound that you always having all sufficiency. all things may, abound, may have an abundance of good work. I remember very well the, the day we were preparing for a live fest. It must have been the year, wow, how do I say this without it sounding like it was too long ago? 2008, I think.
2: <laughs> you were like sounding like
1: it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. 2008. I don't know whether that time we were already working with Angela. There's a day we went to downtown looking for loudspeakers, some dodgy places there. Then I found myself, I I, I had between me and total lack was 50,000 Uganda (laughs) shillings. 50K. And Mm -hmm. I used to drive the Nissan Prizia those Mm -hmm. days. Very interesting, fast car. Mm -hmm. So I found myself walking past the Andromark bookstore. Those days it was on cham Towers in the corner. And I just got this sense. Go in there and give the 50k. <laughs> Remember this is the last
0: money. I'm not
1: saying that's the cash then there's Only some in the some bank account. Mm. No. There was no sum of money. <laughs> Those were the days of lack of revelation in it's financial true. matters. <laughs> With the grace of God we could preach it oh, yeah. but we didn't know about money. So I had 50k left. Like Totally. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and because it was 2008 and because it was around a life fest, we were about, this is when you have to be careful, because if you say the wrong numbers, 2008, yeah, we were about to receive our second child. Yeah. Mm.
0: Wow, you yeah. really
1: yeah. to Yeah, this. yeah, yeah, because she came October two thousand. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Hey, we are preparing for that. So this must have been around September. Wow. So I walk into the Andromax shop, pull out my 50K, and gave it as a seed. It was around 10 o'clock.
2: Mm-hmm. In the morning.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. went back to the hub. Life continued. Around 1 o'clock, a guy calls me from Soroti. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's where he was working. Like Musumba, how are you? Now those were the days where we didn't have these kind of things happening. Mm-mm. What I'm about to describe, everyone was working. Everyone, you know. So, ah, it's been long since I stood with you financially. Wow. I'm like, wow.
2: Yeah, indeed. Wow. Uh,
1: when <laughs> had he last
2: stood? Be... <laughs> it's been long, so I'm trying to figure out when
1: the last time was. I... And says, but I've been thinking about you since 10 o'clock.
0: Oh.
1: And says, now, those days, by the way, people now may look at 50K and think, Bambi, those days, 50K was a little money.
0: <laughs> and so he said,
1: do you have a Stanbeak account? I said, no, I don't have, but my wife has a Stanbeak account. So he says, send me her account number. So I sent him the Stanbeak account f- number for Ari, and he deposited $500,000. I've been thinking about you since what 10, Ten
2: o'clock. o'clock when you sold
1: the seed. To what To I know. <laughs> I'm expecting some, some money. money. 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 Some company. I'm expecting some common Well some company. So so when we say these things we have experienced them. Mm. So what was the second? First, giving establishes you. Two, giving expands you from fifty K to five hundred K. That is expansion in, in one day. Three hours.
0: Yeah.
1: In three hours.
0: <laughs> That's expansion,
1: right? <laughs> What's there? the return rat re- rate of no, rate of return? No, yeah. No, no. Three. Giving creates entryways for you. Bible says in Proverbs 18, 16, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. This reference here is not for like talent, playing keys, or singing, or preaching, or whatever. No, 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 no. It's a financial gift. Gift. A gift you take. That's why when presidents go to visit other countries, like when His Excellency, our president, goes to visit another country on an official visit, he has to take a kingly gift yes. yeah mm. yeah Th- that's how a man's gift makes room for him mm. see, see what he says because many of you have been trying to meet royalty and greatness and you're thus far frustrated do you know why mm. yeah, yeah you just yeah you're harassing the secretary for <laughs> an appointment but you don't know how to go before oh, the royalty yeah. Yeah, maybe the last time they gave you an opportunity, you just went far like that. Wow. And we have to teach worship of people. We have to teach you zengenda abasomes as your pastor. Mm. Yeah? I'm going to teach you how to open important doors. Amen. Gift ahead of time. It says Proverbs 19:6, uh, many entreat the favor of nobility.
2: Nobility.
1: Yeah? Mm. Many entreat. Mm. They desire they, desire. they, they want mm. yeah to, to, to be thought upon by the nobles of this world. Huh? President Trump is thinking, thinking about, about me. Uh, Prince Charles is thinking about Timor yeah mm. President Putin is thinking about passes. Come yeah? on How much is to Queen yeah. Elizabeth. Mm. The second mm-hmm. is thinking about Angela. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, the reason most people don't make it is first of all they disrespect all of that. Yes. Look, they <laughs> the kingdom of God is not flat and chaotic like you think it is. It's not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, many enter the favor of nobility and and says, and every, every man, man is a friend, one who gives gifts. How many people? Every, every man, one. every woman. Generosity creates entryways for you. What happens to this babe, the African babe, mm.
0: the Queen of Queen Sheba?
1: Shiba. She heard of the wisdom of Solomon. Mm. And given how popular Solomon was, she quickly figured out the waiting line is long. Must be long. Yeah, you must book a room at Jerusalem Hotel for like three weeks <laughs> if you're going to see Solomon. Think about it. The Bible says, Kings from all over the world to see see him to sit at the feet of solomon and hear his wisdom wisdom. which means and they didn't have whatsapp those days or phone so you couldn't just uh, you couldn't make an appointment you had to show up and wait wait. this babe she came listen when the queen of sheba heard of the fame of solomon concerning the name of the lord she came to test him Mm -hmm. with hard. Came to Jerusalem with a very great retinue, great. with camels that bore spices, mm-hmm. very much gold, mm-hmm. and precious stones. Mm-hmm. And when she came to Solomon, she spoke with him about all that was in her. In other words, it wasn't a five-minute walk. No. <laughs> yeah. We know that it wasn't an appointment at the office. Mm-hmm. She met him, at the office. They went home. She ate in, in, his, in his house, house yeah. because she saw the, how the waiters were dressed, mm. yeah. How the officers, that's government, mm. w- w- behaved themselves. The waiters, that's home. Mm. The entry by which he entered the house of the Lord mm. and there was no more spirit, spirit in her. Enough. In other words, every facet of Solomon's mm. life, she experienced it. Mm. She experienced him at home She experienced him in the office. She experienced him at church. And there was no more spirit in her. How how did this babe just show up and suspend government business? Camels. All those people were there in Jerusalem. Then they saw a long line. A kilometer long of camels. Now, when you're traveling from... Africa, from My Ethiopia to Jerusalem, to Jerusalem with all that gold. You don't just go around like there are bandits along the way. There is every sort of person who wants to steal it. Yes. So you have a whole army guarding security. security. People who go ahead, what, those who are preventing uh, attacks. The... So it wasn't a case of she woke up one morning and said, let's go to Jerusalem. <laughs> she planned. She quit the gekad. card. Yeah? She got the best soldiers trained for the trip, and then she attacked. Mm. Solomon had no choice. Yes. And then the Bible says that when she was going back, she went back with even more stuff than she brought. Generosity creates entryways for you. Lastly, giving gives you eternal significance. Yeah. It gives your wealth eternal significance. Mm. Jesus taught, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy. destroy. And where are thieves breaking and steal? Mm. Okay? So it doesn't leave us midway thinking, okay, now what do we, do? we do? But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Mm. And you're here asking, but how do I go there to and lay up save the treasures. money there? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where nethermoth no, no, nethermost no yeah. rust, rust destroys and where thieves not breaking and steal. And the last verse is for where your heart is. Yeah. Your treasure is there your heart will be also. Many of us are struggling with the idea of when the teachers in Colossians says that, fix your mind on things above. Do you know, let me tell you, it's very easy to love God. It's very easy to love God. You invest money in the things of that God.
0: That he loves
1: it. You invest money in evangelism. Yes. In church planting, mm. in ministry. In follows. in the poor and the widows mm. and the orphans. You know what? Because the only thing that's going to make it to heaven are saved people. Are the people who received Christ. Mm. How do you invest? How do you lay up treasure in heaven? You put money in ministries that lead people to Christ mm. and disciple people. That's how you lay up your treasure in heaven. Wow. You no, know, don't be like the other three preachers. So there were three Mm -hmm. preachers. Uh (laughs)
2: I'm scared. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There are three preachers.
1: There was uh, an Anglican preacher, Mm -hmm. a Baptist preacher, and a Mm -hmm. Pentecostal pastor.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Another Anglican Mm -hmm. reverend, Baptist preacher, and a Pentecostal pastor. Mm -hmm. So they were all struggling after taking the the, the offering. Mm -hmm. Try to figure out this whole offering, how much of it belongs to God, Mm -hmm. and what should stay to work here in Uh the ministry. Uh So the Anglican pastor drew a line. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. says Lord I'm just going to toss this money in the air whatever falls on the other side is yours, whatever falls on this side it's is mine, mine. Mm-hmm. so that's how he divided uh-huh. the Baptist preacher mm-hmm. drew a circle, circle huh? and said Lord you have all power mm-hmm. you even have the power to make some of this money fall outside the circle mm-hmm. I'm going to toss it up whatever falls in the circle is mine, mm. is staying with me. Whatever falls outside is yours. Mm-hmm. Lord, send wind, whatever it is, yeah. to make money fall outside the circle. Mm-hmm. If you want some, uh, you want it. Mm. Mm. Uh, whatever yeah. stayed in the circle was this?
2: Pentecost.
1: Uh, Pentecost preacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Says, so, you know, Lord, mm. you suspended gravity, walked on water. <laughs> one. I'm going to throw this money up.
2: Yeah, whichever you take up. <laughs> I knew that Whatever
1: I comes back down is mine. Whatever you desire, Lord, just... Take it. Anyway, Baba, let's Baba, continue.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to finish. This sounds like many mm-hmm. sermons in one, but we are teaching. It's true. <laughs> How do you invest? You, you've, we've given many examples. Mm. Your best investment is in heaven. It is. Like, I've taught you all these principles about how to invest on earth. Now I'm telling you how to invest for eternity. Mm-hmm. How do you make your Uganda 1,000 Uganda shillings stretch all the way to, to heaven?
0: heaven?
1: By investing it in ministry. Wow. The best investment for your money is in ministry. Is to give. In fact, at the end of this, I'm going to give you an opportunity to give again. Many of yes. you are feeling challenged. Yes. And I want the team here to prepare how you can give Generously. Stop giving God pocket change. He doesn't need it. Mm. He does not. Honestly, he does not. And by the way, Worship harvest, you're the most generous church it's I know. True. Yes, truly. Yes. Many of you, you've totally challenged me about with your generosity. I look at how people give and I'm like, Lord, these people love you. Mm. But there is a greater percentage of you Worship harvesters who are not participating the way you should and you keep giving excuses saying someone else should be giving more than you. No, 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 no. Everyone can give. Yes. That's what you've taught us this morning. Everyone has something to give. I want all of you to prepare your. In fact, the, after this, this is 13th, next week is 20th, 27th, we are going to have a special Thanksgiving service here. 27th. But today, 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 Yay. I want you to respond to the word of God. All right. Look at what he says in First uh, Timothy six seventeen to nineteen. Read, mm. read for us. It
2: says, "Command those who are rich mm. in this present age, not to be haughty, not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all, all things, things to, to enjoy."
1: Uh-huh. Let
2: them do good, that they that they be rich in good works. Mm. ready to give, Mm. willing to share,
0: Mm.
2: storing up for themselves Uh a good foundation for the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life.
1: A good foundation for the time to come in eternity. Mm. You can send your money ahead of you to heaven. Mm. (laughs) How? By investing it in people who are going to heaven. Look, all these other things we do are wonderful for us. Educating people, yeah. setting up medical facilities, giving food during COVID and all the other things which for us we don't talk about our giving as well she promised. Yeah. And other people have their own convictions, that's okay with them. But the only thing that's really going to matter is that sold. action of Geraldine mm. instead of buying shoes. Mm. The shoes would, by now, they about mm. but she planted a seed. In the life of a person yes. who ended up being her, her husband. husband. Can you imagine? Husband. Hmm. And there other people that just <laughs> anyway. So, so now Roo. eternal significance. <laughs> How many lives has Grace touched? Eh. <laughs> okay? Yeah. When you plant heavenly seed, it, there's a way in which it multiplies. The people who invested in B3. Yes. They didn't know you would be here preaching to thousands of people so plant your seed Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Summon series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. thats 393